Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Empress Q. Returning to you with more conversation about preparing for our new year. I'm so excited to be back. I've spent a lot of time over the last few months trying to really think about what will 2023 look like for me and for the work that I do so that I can help each and every one of you prepare now. Never wait to the last minute, to the end of the year, the way the world tells you, oh, let's get your New Year resolutions on your list. And what are the things that you want to manifest and create? But are they realistic? Do they align with how you structured the co-creation of your life? What have you built around you? What is your kingdom looking like? What is it made from? What foundation have you put in place for the operating system of all that you do? Last week I had just an open heart conversation around what is it that we really want? How are we looking at our life differently? If I'm in a new paradigm, if I am in a new world, if I am in a new way of looking at things, then what does it look like? What do I need out of it? To make my life better. So today, I am reading from my ebook that I wrote and I am offering it to everyone for free. All you have to do is email me. I will give you all the details at the end of my reading because it is something that you really want to utilize before the new year get here and really think about your life. And all of the accomplishments and afflictions that you have experienced along your journey. Are you moving in the right direction? Why are the struggles seeming to become more frequent? Or the turmoil that you're feeling in your heart won't go away. What breakthrough do you need to make? What do you need to stop chasing? And what do you need to attract to your life? Are we attracting things or are we just complaining about the problem? That's not going to bring anything to you. So today I am going to read from my book, My Conscious Acts of Change. You know, my platform, I named it Conscious Acts of Change probably around 2010, 2012, somewhere in there. And I've been doing Conscious Acts of Change for many years, offering thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective teachings to help each and every one of us learn 
how to do better, be better. Look at new concepts, new perspectives, new ways of doing things versus repeating the same patterns over and over again. Standing in the quicksand of life and being a puppet to the world. It is time for change. And the only way we are going to create change in our life, we have to become consciously aware. We have to act in order for the outcome of change to occur. So let me begin by reading parts of my book. What I will finish, it's only about 24 pages, it's a short read, but I want to begin to read and I will continue to read until the book is complete. Leading up to my workshop that I will have in January on January 1st, kicking the new year off, looking at your life introspectively and uncovering those things that have been undiscovered by you. So let's begin with the reading. The title of the book is My Conscious Acts of Change. It is that time of year again for my annual introspection and self-examination. I have got to reflect on what I have been doing over the past year. What was intentional and where I have landed in my life. Can a woman just breathe? It has been such a long year for me, as well as the rest of the world. Sitting here contemplating what I should be focusing on in my life, my future, and my past. Both need work. I need to check the condition of my life following this traumatic experience called COVID-19. How has it impacted me spiritually, psychologically, and emotionally? How and where did it land within the soul of my being? How did it touch my life? Where am I feeling stuck, helpless, and lost right now? The entanglements within my mind are causing me to feel confused, anguished, and yet determined. I feel like I have been in a sleep, a deep sleep, within this world, and it shook me and shook me, turning my world upside down until I awakened. I was living under the false pretenses of the world's standards, expectations of me, and its perceptions that I held in my mind. Living under stress, anxiety, and fear until the bow became broken. 
my glass butterfly was evicted from the world's cocoon and set me on the street, leaving me with a feeling as if I no longer mattered. Oh Lord, please forgive me. I lost my way chasing the things of the world and lost my connection with you in the process. The world just treated me like a bad companion, kicking me to the curb, putting my life on pause for months. My job, my family, my friends, and my internal peace and centeredness was shattered and was in need of you. Now, I am seeking heaven after the storm. Rather than me giving you the time that you wanted from me, I gave it to the world. Chasing the tangible things of life versus the spiritual assignment and the reason for being you placed in my soul. Running, chasing, after the physical attachments, those tangible things the world offered me in place of you. The power, prestige, money, status, and success. I have spent so much time feeling afraid and uncertain. I was not paying attention to my own spiritual, mental, or physical needs or growth. I was more concentrated on my physical losses of status and less concerned about my spiritual gains from you. Your kingdom is within me. It always has been there and it always will be. I allowed the kingdom of the world to overtake my being with its dangling and dazzling false views of reality. Now I need to hear from my inner God voice to release me out of this mess I created. How? How do I eliminate the distractions, the disruptions and anxieties causing my inner pain? It is time for me to restore and atone my life. My awareness of who I am, my acts of what I do must change and become more dependent upon you. I must do my work to reset and reframe this crazy collage I created within my mind. I must take these next few months to reflect upon the original vision you had for my life, 
you placed in my heart, you centered within my mind. I must put down my mask of pretentious fear and insecurity and reveal the true essence of who you created me to be. I can no longer live behind the mask of what I created, of what is not real, not true. Living behind the false pretenses, the fake smiles, unhappiness, the emotional suffering, and social, social traps I created within myself. This person must die. Who, who am I? Who I am must be given the opportunity to live. I know this spiritual voyage I am about to face will be much harder than living a worldly life because it requires me to confront my own prejudices my own stereotypes and temptations I buried deep within me. Spirit is as spirit does. The God spirit within me is. But the spirit of life he gave me has not been in full participation of the does. I have not been demonstrating what need to materialize within my spirit and in truth the way God intended. How could I possibly think the world would give me all of what I need? <laughs> that list is long but enriched. This emotional feeling of separation from my oneness with my father leaves me feeling of being shut down and left behind rather than expansive within my spiritual growth. I remember reading once in ancient Egyptian hydroglyphics uses the lotus flower as a symbol for belief in the rebirth of life after death. And in many ancient belief systems, the lotus represents the ideas of creation, spiritual cleansing, and enlightenment, and even the resurrection of life. I was so fascinated by this information when I first read about it. I like the lotus flower. I like the lotus flower because it must latch my roots into the deepest and thickest mud within my soul before I can beautifully bloom again. 
I must submerge myself into the night of darkness and allow my soul to miraculously rebloom again in sparkling clean waters. It is my time. My own process of life, death, and reemergence towards spiritual evolution and my ascension. I must develop embellic unwavering faith now to delve deeper into the darkness to cleanse the muddy, muddy thoughts inside my soul. In my dark places where I will return Turn to my knowingness, the knowingness of who and what I am in spirit, not in flesh. I must let go of all cognitive abilities and faculties, my intellect, my logic, my education, and my analytical selves. They cannot serve me. in my true nature. These worldly virtues can no longer be positioned at the head of my life for they can only be used as tools and resources for the development of my true purpose in life. It is time now for me to operate from a place of supreme understanding. A higher level of thinking from my spiritual intellect. A place where spiritual knowledge and insight can grow. Me. I now realize it is in this place where my inner connections reveal to me my true reason for being. Where my true spiritual fulfillment occurs drawing me closer to realizing who I am. This is a new voyage for me and its process requires I turn inward again and again and again to receive those answers I'm searching for. To receive my instructions of what to do, where to go. My insights from Yahweh God himself and not from a friend or the world. So baby girl, what are you doing? Where are you going? What are you going to do? Are you ready? Are you willing to start at the beginning again without having control over the outcome of your new creation of you? Do you have enough faith, courage, and determination to voyage to the bottom of your deep sea? 2 Corinthians 5, 7, for those of you who are Christians, says, 
we must walk by faith and not by sight. Which brings about the question, what do you believe? Sometimes I question what I believe. This pandemic has caused me to take a closer look at my relationships with you, O oh Lord. What do I believe? What do I believe? Are my beliefs still working for me? The ones that I grew up with as a child or may have changed? Oh, I've hopped around a couple of times studying various types of religious practices. But what have I gained out of that? Am I working what I believe? Or am I not working what I believe? Am I walking in alignment with my thoughts? My ideas about who I think God is? Or is God only a conversational concept for me? Am I walking by faith? Who am I releasing my fears to? It is noticeably clear I had not accepted the path in which God was trying to lead me towards. This is work right here. It's always easier said than done. As a queen diva, I have the spirit within me to be fearless. But somewhere along my journey, I dropped my position in controlling my own environment and destiny. I lost position in being a lioness, being fearless, courageous, in the spirit of fulfilling God's will. I let fear, uncertainty, and the unknown entertain my mind. Now, I need to vanish those thoughts and walk by faith. Trust my walk in faith and not by what is appearing through Deception. What the world is showing me. Oh, I must ask myself the question. When was the last time I reviewed the ideologies of my own spiritual beliefs? Are my spiritual principles, traditions, and practices still relevant to me today? Am I using them? Am I incorporating them daily? Lord, please help me. Sometimes I find myself in a struggle concerning who I am within my intent, internal being and what I believe within my external existence. How have I let societal standards influence my mind, my thoughts, my outward expressions to myself and others? 
how has idolatry impacted the way I see myself outwardly within the world? Has my lifestyle told God he has made a mistake in creating me? Am I satisfied with what I see in the mirror? Do I like what I see? When I look deep into the eyes within my mirror, what have I become as I look deeper into the mirror of my soul? What do I believe? What do I know for sure about my life, about me, about who I created, who I say I am? What do I feel within the interior walls of my being? I must re-examine my life over the next several months before the new year arrives. My understanding because my actions are not aligning with my spoken word. I want my life to be whole and full and prosperous and abundant but I continually talk about my pain and trauma and anxiety and lack and fear my head and my body have not met in the middle yet oh feel my life is so torn I am requesting, I am questioning, I am looking for myself. My worldly lifestyle has overtaken my space and time for which I say I stand for. Wow. Sister girl, you need to take a stronger look at yourself. You have been blind walking, enjoying the tangible, tangible things you see versus the disembodiment or disembodied things which spirit, faith, and prayer brings. To what extent have I let the external world define who I am and who I want to be. Lord, this self-examination is getting too deep for me. Sometimes I wish I could just scream out loud until all the stress and the anxiety and challenges just disappear. Then suddenly, Yahweh, God, spoke to me and said, My child, this is the time I need you to just be still. Just hearing his voice and knowing he heard my inner 
call, my inner concern made me know he does care. I responded saying, I am trying Lord, but I know it is going, it is not going to happen easily. My inner me must face all of what I have created in my life. And he said, take a deeper breath. Be still in this moment while you examine the mirror of your soul. So my self-talk was, you do know, Miss Cleanup Woman, that this is going to be such a daunting and difficult experience for you right now. You get that right. It was fun creating the mess. So fall back and rest in the lessons to be learned. Know that the starting point begins with the self. What better way to organize my thoughts into long solitude to hear the voice of God's voice? I need a walk with myself to reflect on the signs and the signals God has sent my way and I just ignore it. This walk right here is going to be a Kleenex tissue experience. Today, I self-reflected on my primal thoughts. How I need to organize the mental patterns of my mind. Making right decisions and finding the true path of my spiritual pilgrimage. This walk requires asking myself some hard questions before I can present them to God. First, what have I built within God's kingdom to honor him? He gave me life. I must have answers when I meet with him. I must know my reason and purpose of being. Why I was sent here. How have I been spending my time here on earth? Doing what? I need so much time in solitude to correct my relationship within myself. Aligning into balance my spiritual intelligence along with my human intelligence. Where have I fallen short in operating from my highest spiritual intellect? Because I want to live on earth and operate 
bottom of understanding. Where has my flow and union with the divine been faltered? I need more time in self-reflection, inquiring, and re-evaluating my fundamental thoughts, words, considerations, and intentions. Are my behaviors consistent with my thinking? What resentments, prejudices, temptations, assumptions about myself do I need to confront? Because I think that I'm all perfect. But this walk today is helping me to realize who I have become. You see, become means you're not there yet. To be means you're there. You stand. You stay. So what entanglements within my mind am I holding on to? What entanglements? Where have these entanglements deeply settled within my mind or body? It is time for self rectification. I must put weed killers in the garden of my mind to rid those anxious thoughts and experiences no longer of value or service. I am going to stop there and let this fall into your consciousness in case you want to hear it again. Because all of this is leading to my workshops. You know, I believe in living by design. And my lifestyle by design program is coming up in January where you will have the opportunity to do some self-reflection and unlock, uncover your undiscovered self. In my methodologies of what I teach, I help you to see things that you really have not paid attention to before about yourself. Because we are all creating our mind, our, our life within our mind. And have no structure in building a foundation for our, our own personal kingdoms or gardens of Eden. But when we see ourselves on paper and we see what we say we do and we see what we have not done, that is the time where the discovery of the gap is revealed to you why certain things are not occurring because most of us spend 50 to 65 percent of our time at work 
and have very little time, or in our businesses, of course, when I say work, have very little time spending towards the development of our spiritual, our health, our finances, spending time with our family, quality time, and also spending time with being mutually connected to our community and our environment. So, my workshop will be on January 1st and January 15th. And if you want to know more about it and you're interested in attending, it is virtual. My ebook that I am reading from today is free. Because as you know, the Nirvana Retreat Family Companies, which is my Nirvana Retreats, my Nirvana Lifestyle Network, and my Nirvana Institute of Awareness, all provide and link together, giving you programs and, 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 and uh, exercises and uh, offering thought-provoking and introspective and inspirational ideas to help you to move and design the quality of life in which you want to truly live. But it's important that when we are talking about designing our life, we have to build a portfolio so that we can continue to build each year from the foundation from the structure, from the format in which my program offers. Because you will have an opportunity to see who you are globally. You will see how to make transformation occur. You cannot pray your way into transformation alone. And I am not disregarding prayer. But I am simply saying that there must be some coordination in the structure of how you mentally and emotionally function to assist your prayer and the process of transforming your life in the process of evolving your life so that you are able to position and attain your life through spiritual ascension. You see, none of these things can occur by doing a 30-minute, a 15-minute uh, manifest your life in the next five minutes. You can have whatever you want in the next second. No, it doesn't work that way. That is the world speaking to you. God did not bring us here for magic. He is the magic. And everything that he has is within the realm of his universe. But we are not positioning ourselves to attract things to us. We are position, positioning ourselves to take things, to grab hold of things, to make things happen versus aligning ourselves with the things that are that accompany us, let me put it that way, when we were brought here on earth, fulfilling his will.
So that is why once we learn that, then we can experience the dawning of our new heaven and earth inside of ourself and then we can project it outwardly those new lifestyles those new patterns of behavior that new knowingness that charge us towards bringing balance between what we think speak and do so they line up and your life automatically reflects what comes out of your mouth because what you say will be different what you do will be different how you live will be different that is what conscious acts of change is about living by design so I'm going to give you my contact information so that we can begin to start out with a spirit-led plan for the new year. My website is Nirvana, N-I-R-V-A-N-A, lifestyle.network. Go there. Request your free ebook, and I will send it to you so that you can continue to enjoy this literature, this work of art, as you contemplate and prepare yourself before December 31st, the close of this year, so that you can step into the new year prepared, ready to go. You already are connected to my podcast. And my email address is info at nirvanalifestyle.net. Nirvana, N-I-R-V-A-N-A, lifestyle.net. Or you can email me at nirvanalifestyle2022 at gmail.com. I'm so looking forward to connecting with many of you. This workshop will be virtual, so it does not matter where you are in the world. We can connect. We can connect. And we can learn together. These are thought-provoking, introspective, and inspirational platforms that are designed to coach you through. You will discover what you have created. And trust me, people from high programs in the past have had such awakenings about why their life has not moved forward. Because there are some hidden things that we need to discover, that we need to pay more attention to. We need to reset our priorities, reset how we think, reset the people we walk into the new year with. Reset decisions that we have made about our well-being, our career, our dreams, our jobs. And reset our attitudes about what we are subliminally chasing. Not even aware of because the world told you to go after it. Therefore, you're chasing and not attracting. 
So I hope today has been a wonderful message for you. I'm going to uh, continue to uh, record and bring these online uh, so that you can finish this series with me because I am sure that someone's life will be touched. And I look forward to you, uh, you know, signing up, get on my email, get more works from me because I have a lot in my, as they say, repertoire to share. I am here to share. And that's why I love my prayer of the Course in Miracles prayer because it says, and I'm going to close out on my prayer, and it says, I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent He who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because He who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. And I say to heal each and every one of you. Because you have the power already to heal. All, to heal yourself. All you have to do is follow the path from within. So I'm closing out. This is Empress Q. I am so happy that you uh, have taken the time just to listen to the words in which I have to share today. And I will see you in two days, bringing back more of my conscious acts of change. Appreciate you so much as I close out.